Hello to primate and canine, gay and straight, cis and trans. All these things are welcome on the edge. In fact, the more out there someone is, the more appropriate they are for this show. Although the word appropriate is a fairly boring word to describe the guests on this show. A couple of weeks ago, a trans wolf girl called Naya Akami appeared in the Matt Walsh documentary, What is a Woman? That documentary was decidedly against the gender ideology, not to be confused with the very fair battle for trans rights, that has been dominating the Western culture wars right now. And Naya was unwittingly propped up as an extreme example of what happens when we let children or anyone self-identify. Despite being pro-trans rights, I'm also personally troubled by the issue of self-identification and gender ideology, particularly when it flies in the face of science. Science! As nice as it might be for the individual, I don't think society benefits from a system where everyone is what they say they are. But I felt bad for Naya. It felt a little like a setup um, on that documentary, and she was pretty unhappy with the interview. Um, as it happens, I interviewed Naya just a few weeks previous to the documentary by Matt Walsh on the Sean Atwood show. So this was filmed or recorded as part of a longer four-hour show on Sean's channel. Uh, and you can also get it on Sean Atwood True Crime Podcast. I hold very different views about reality to Naya. I don't think you can say you are a thing and therefore you are that thing. I'm not sure it's always a good idea to enable people in their delusions. I did recently do an episode with psychologist Stuart Vise about how delusions can be helpful, but I think truth and science are important nonetheless. One of my favourite ever quotes is by Bertrand Russell, the philosopher, and he said, Never let yourself be diverted either by what you wish to believe or by what you think would have beneficent social effects if it were believed. But look only and solely at what are the facts. I love that quote. It speaks to the essence of this podcast because whether it be right-wing racists, left-wing wokists, religious cults, or a biological man who identifies as a female wolf, much of the error of the ways of some of these people came from ignoring truth in favour of what they believed would be better for society if it were true. Naya also hates J.K. Rowling, the Harry Potter author, uh, who is an absolute hero of mine and, to me, a beacon of equality, hope and love. So this is where my motto of curiosity over judgment really comes into play, because despite disagreeing on many of the fundamental issues, I like Naya. I had a great time chatting to her and went into this genuinely curious about what it is like to be her. I also have no intention of offending her or bashing a vulnerable and emotionally open person. I'm happy to call her by the pronouns that she desires and I'm even happier that people like her do exist because a world full of folk like me would be a very boring thing indeed. You might like her too. Or you might be ambivalent or even hate her and consider her a menace to society and a gateway drug to much worse things. I trust you guys to make up your own minds. And I'll see you Monday anyway, when my guest is Mike Rothschild, a conspiracy theory debunker. Truth, facts and objectivity 
over wishful thinking. By the way, this was also at the end of a four-hour special on Sean's channel. That's the Sean Atwood YouTube channel. And I was knackered and much in need of some fun and intrigue. So that was a, it was a great pleasure to get Naya on. Unfortunately, no one told me my mic was a little low, so I hope that's not too distracting for you. It's a little bit lower than hers. Uh, you might have to fiddle with the volume to get this one right. Uh, Sean arrives at the end, and I get them both to compete with wolf howls. Just for those of you who, who don't know, Sean Atwood is a former drug empire linchpin king whatever and i co-host his podcast on wednesday he spent years five years i think in a, an arizona prison he's out he's a big true crime fan now i met him the other day actually for the first time in person we went to the crime con thing and that was a really good uh, laugh Anyway, follow Naya on Twitter or Instagram. Just type her name and the platform that, you know, Twitter or Instagram into Google. But now, but now, but now, now you're on the edge of canine identity with Naya Okami. And on comes Naya. How are you doing, Naya? Hi. How are What's you? Going on? Well, I'm good. Not thank a whole you. lot. Well, Oh, sorry, I've got a bit of a delay, don't I? Not a lot's going on. Where are you? Where are you talking to us from? Whereabouts? Um, Seattle, Washington. Okay, that's where Fraser Crane's from. <laughs> you don't? Do you know Fraser? I don't know. You might not. You might be too young. How How old are you? Um, I'm 27. You should know Fraser. Fraser was on um, after Friends and before ER. It was a, a, a series on Thursday. Night. Well, in, I've in heard of it. I think my parents have watched it. It's just not oh, something no. I've watched. I'm getting old. I'm showing my age. I loved Fraser <laughs> Crane. He was great, but he was from Seattle and then Nirvana. That was the other thing, right? Yes. I and have Nirvana. heard of Nirvana. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you are somebody who um, identifies as a wolf. How's mm -hmm. that? How's that going? How does it explain to to <laughs> us? Because obviously it's a new, it's a it's a, to most people it's it's not something they're familiar with. So to fill them in. So I identify as a British Columbia wolf therianthrope. Um, it's more of a spiritual thing. It's not really, you know. I'm very aware. I'm human. I work a very human job. Um, it, it's just a spiritual identification. I'm very close with wolves. Um, I volunteered at wolf preserves. I've interacted with wolves. Um, just, just kind of some, you know, hmm. it, it's not this big thing that everyone seems to think it is. Oh, we shouldn't have had you on then. We, it's not a big, <laughs> we have to exaggerate it. Let's make it into an even bigger thing than it well, is. That's well, the fun only... fact, that, that's actually how I got well known. Um, there was a documentary I was a part of. Um, it was uh, it was done by Logo TV um, called I Think I'm an Animal. And they basically told me kind of what to say and what to do. Um, it was kind of a disastrous experience. And that's how I got well known. And it's like, wait a minute, that's not me. That doesn't, you know, represent my everyday life. But they kind of passed it on to do so. Hmm. Is, there, is it also a case of, and, and forgive me if I'm wrong, I'm just sort of uh, um, uh, pro projecting, yes, uh, that, you know, you were quite young when that all came out. And then as um, you get older, I was 18, you know, so yeah. much younger than I am now. I was 18 kind of when the meme came out. Um, I was very much, I don't want to use the term manipulated. Um, at the time, you know, I thought that I knew everything. 
Um, and I was very much more than willing to go on under those circumstances, which is just kind of, why would I do that? Kind of looking back at it. But just the whole allure of, oh, God, wow, I'm going to be on TV. People are going to know who I am <laughs> at the time was a bit, yeah. Hmm. But there must have been some good that came from it or no? Um, Kind of. Um, I like some of the subsequent interviews I've done. Um, I've liked some of the ones that I like the one I did with Anthony Padilla. I was pretty happy with. I was mm. really happy with the one that I did with this morning. Um, I did one with Fox, which surprisingly, you would think a, a network like Fox, they're known to be yeah. pretty conservative. You thought, oh, wow, that's going to be disastrous. It was actually one of my be better interviews. I was actually really pleased <laughs> with how it turned out. So <laughs> he was nice. Yeah. I like that guy. He was, he's, I, I just watched that on YouTube and I was also, my first thought was, why did she go on Fox of all places? And then I thought, like, oh, this guy is really like a sweet, nice guy, isn't and he? And it's funny. I've watched some of his other, um, his other shows and I'm like, oh God, that's what I'm getting myself into. Oh. Um, and then he was just really polite and friendly with me, which was really cool. Oh, that's nice. I suppose, I don't know. I wonder if sometimes if something is like, we seem to get angrier at people who are like closer to us, but slightly different. And because you were so yes. far from anything, he had anything, any relation to, he was just like, okay, this is a different thing from me than that I know about, <laughs> then fine, you know? I think a lot of people, I think they actually get angrier when they realize that I'm not you know, as crazy or as whatever as they want to think that I am, because mm. it kind of takes away that this is an external person. This is somebody I can make fun of and project hatred on. And I think they're kind of upset that that gets taken away. So it's like sure. they double down on it to compensate. It, it's very strange. I would imagine if my theory then and it is a total just total theory about people getting angry at people who are closer to them, but slightly different. Mm. Do you get criticism from people say in the non-kin world um like who, i've who gotten are, criticism yeah. from the lgbt community because i was gonna I'm say trans. yeah um, i'm a trend i'm transgender female um mm. and and i you know i'm very open about the fact that my identity as a woman and my wolf spirituality are not the same thing um, I, I don't feel that they're in the same sort of category. I feel one is such a different um, and serious sort of thing going on to where I'm actually, you know, taking medical steps to address while the other is just, oh, I've got the spirit of the wolf. That's cool. You know, it, it's it's not in the same league. And I think a lot of people in the LGBT community are like, oh, my gosh, like you're making us look bad. I'm like, no, yeah. like okay. I know that these are two separate concepts. I never represent otherwise. I don't call myself trans species or trans wolf. I think the concept of that is actually is actually pretty absurd. Um, mm. But yeah. Okay, I get you. That was, yeah, that's exactly what I imagined would happen is that some people might think it's like, oh, she doesn't, because people do say, I have heard what you might call transphobic people. They they often do mm -hmm. say like, oh, you're going to become a woman, are you? Why don't you just become a dolphin or something? Right. And so they right. might have thought because you're, you know, they might have thought you were making light of it, but it appears that that's not the case. Right. And, and, you know, like, like even reading your chat here, there's people who are just, they don't understand very clearly 
don't understand anything to do with trans mm. issues, and that's fine. No, don't read you the know, chat. Do I not read. Do not I read the chat. People. Yeah, I'm fine oh, yeah. with that. I, I don't require people <laughs> to understand it. It's who I am, and you know, it, it it's no skin off my nose if somebody in some other state or some other country is mm. you know not okay with that. Okay, cool. Yeah. What are you doing tomorrow that I care about? Listen, we had a we had a journalist on a couple of hours ago now who's in in um in in Kiev right now in Ukraine, you know, and oh, he was wow. getting so much horrible stuff from the chat as well. So I just always say there's just so many people watching. There are always going to be you know offensive things. So don't don't take them yeah. to heart. It would, you know. So um, is is there also a case of uh, I wonder sometimes if if we're all sort of trying to find ourselves in the world and we're trying to add like tags to ourselves uh, like twitter and bios and stuff we've all got like i'm a this is i'm a this thing and a that thing and it's like almost dungeons i mean mm -hmm. dungeons and dragons i do i'm definitely I've, guilty of this yeah go on sorry. i've definitely noticed that happen um i'm not mm. i'm not even gonna front on that um there's people who literally can collect diagnoses and collect identifiers um some people don't even necessarily have a reason to um they're they just kind of see something offline and they pick it up um, but I also think there is legitimacy to some people, and, and, and it's Poe's Law. If you've ever heard of uh, Poe's Law, you know, you approach the point where you don't know if somebody is being truthful, factual, and they're just different, or if they're frankly trolling you. Um, and, and I think online, a lot of things approach that point. Yeah, no. Well, you you seem very level-headed, actually, and I've got to say, like, I don't know, and I, I'm going to get a lot of flack from the chat for this, but like, obviously, being you know, the wolf spirit is very far from anything that I can really understand. Although I can, you know, right. I understand the principle, but so is also you know believing in God. You know, if we talk about spirituality, right. and I know there are some religious people, and that's okay, that's fine, and you're allowed, they're allowed to have their views as well. But it's no, it's no more. Uh, out there than the particular beliefs in Scientology and, and Mormon stuff, but also Christianity, Judaism, Islam. It's, <laughs> um, it's Scientology you know? is definitely out there. So <laughs> yeah, Lord, Lord Cthulhu uh, but... and all that stuff. Hey, it's Andrew. If you're enjoying Heretics, there's another podcast I want to recommend to you, especially if climate change, global conflicts and an upcoming election are making you feel like we're on the brink of disaster. What Could Go Right is hosted by Progress Network founder Zachary Carabell and executive director Emma Varvalukas. On What Could Go Right, the hosts sit down with expert guests to discuss the world's most pressing issues without resorting to pessimism or despair that we hear so often. Instead, they look back at how far society has come and look forward at what it will take to achieve an even brighter future. Is progress on the way? They may not have all the answers, but on What Could Go Right, they're asking the key questions. Tune in to hear interviews with upcoming guests like writer Coleman Hughes, CNN host Fareed Zakaria, and economist Alison Schrager. If you're looking for a weekly dose of optimistic ideas from smart people, join them every Wednesday on What Could Go Right, available wherever you get your podcasts. Oh no, <laughs> speaking of out there. <laughs> Hey, how are, how are you doing, Naya? Good, how are you? Yeah, excellent. We've had such a fun evening and a huge thank you for spending time with us this evening. I've been listening, absolutely fascinating. Thank yeah. you. 
Yeah, Mate, you I look you great. Were... Look at that. Uh... <laughs> got all the flashing lights. I know, because we're drawing to the end of the four-hour session on YouTube. Got my disco lights on. I'm, I'm about to bust out some music. Sean, what do you <laughs> think of Naya? Naya's absolutely wonderful. And so brave and so big-hearted for coming on here and speaking out and sharing your story in general. Yes. Thank you. You are a That's lovely nice. soul. Yes. What, 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 I was going to ask you now, and I know people always ask you, so it's a bit annoying, it's just to do a howl, and I don't want to patronise you, So, but I think maybe it would be nice if both of you, because I know Sean will definitely be up for trying to do a howl, and yours sounded quite good, Naya. So do you want to, should we try, Sean, do you want to go, do you want to go first? <laughs> I want to go Sean Howell first. I am <laughs> presently scrolling through my, I'm scrolling through my sound effects. I'm not ignoring anybody. I'm just looking down. <laughs> Because I, I've got this you new do. software. I've got this new software. Let's oh. go. With, is, is a ghostly howl? No, he's, ob he's obsessed with his soundtrack stuff. Let's put, this, let's put the volume. Ghostly on. howl. It's not going to be the same as a wolf howl, Sean. It's going to be very offensive. Ow, ow, ow! <laughs> Naya, you've got some. You've got a high level to beat now. Go on. Your your turn. Oh, that's better than oh, yours. That's, that, <laughs> that really hit the spot. That was good. That could have been an really, actual wolf. Really hit the spot, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, that did it. That did do it. Have you got any questions for us, Sean, or shall I keep going? Or, or how, how are we doing for time? Well, I don't know why my um, computer's not making any sound. Let's see. Ghostly hell. Come on, come through. Oh, no. Damn it. Yeah, keep, keep, keep talking while I try and figure this out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, now aside from the wolf's, the wolf spirit stuff, um, being trans, how is that today in, in, you know, I don't know many trans people, but what's, what's it like? Um, so it depends on where you are and kind of what your experience, experience is. Um, I'm from a small town in the South. I didn't, you know, I wasn't ah. born and raised here. Um, and it was a much more negative experience with people there. Here it's, people don't really give you a second look for the most part. Um, mm. You know what I mean? Like if, I, if I'm out in public, some people who recognize me are like, oh my God, it's the wolf girl. But people who like don't recognize me from that or, you know, they just kind of ignore me. It's, it's just like being anywhere else out in public. So hmm. where do you where do you stand on sort of uh, in terms of trans ideology? I saw you were criticizing J.K. Rowling. Is a is a trans woman a woman in your in your mind? Yes. And a lot of my criticism of J.K. Rowling is specifically how she's going about doing what she's doing. Um, I think she's been openly hateful. I think she's using her uh, position of power. You know, she's privileged. She's on a lofty perch. She's not the, and she might have been at one point, but she's not the relatable single mother that's struggling. She's one of the richest person, uh, richest people rather in the UK. So I, I really don't think she should be trying to take this every woman's approach just to mask her hatred i, I just don't think that's okay i'm gonna try again sean. with the fang with the fangs hold on oh, i was gonna oh, ask yes, you sean if you, had a, if you had a serious fangs. point <laughs> <laughs> this is why he needs me on naya because he's otherwise it's just the show falls apart <laughs> well um, naya naya when are you when are you coming to london so we can hang out um, I actually do plan to come there at some point. I have a very good friend in the UK, so I'm planning on mm. visiting him at some point. Oh, well, keep yeah. us posted because I would love for Salty to have a night out, out on the town in London. <laughs> that, would that would be, be fantastic. Awesome. 
Yeah, you never asked me a, to hang out, a, Sean. We've, well, Andrew, we may invite Andrew. We'll see how the night goes. Who is this? <laughs> we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta wrap things up now. Naya, do you want to tell the public where they can find you and support you online? You can find me at naya.me, n-a-i-a dot m-e, or naya gozawu, n-a-i-a-g-o-e-s-a-w-o-o, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. And we will have all of Naya's links in the description box below this video. Actually, they're already there. So if you want to go down and support Naya, we would appreciate that. And all of our other guests. Huge thank you. Much love, Naya. Take care. Thanks, Naya. Thank you. It was good to meet you. Cheers. Bye-bye. Right. We have got three minutes to wrap it up then. And mm. please Naya put in good. the... <laughs> yeah. Please put in the chat a number you. one. If you want these live streams to get longer and longer, put no. put in the chat number two. If you want myself and Andrew to rest easy and to go back down to lower hours of live streams. Please, my, my, <laughs> so we my can back. actually eat my dinner. Back, my back, my back, my yeah, back. Yeah, you're worrying about your back. I'm imagining you're probably getting fed stuff like a king by someone or other. How are you eating? I've got grapes and yogurt. It's just fueling me right through. And before I came on tonight... I did swimming and I did a circuit training a blaze class, it, it, which elevates your heart. It elevates your heart so high. The sprinting, you can't sleep at night. So basically, it keeps oh you hyper God. for the rest of the day. Mate, I haven't even I haven't left this room all day. I'm so jealous of that kind of um, energy. Pretty good that. Lots of um, oh ones and twos. There are people who are going like fair enough. Have a sleep, Andrew, aren't there? Thank you so much, Naya, for coming on the Sean Atwood show to be interviewed by me. Uh, it was clear at the end that Sean is a big fan. I don't think she is a wolf. And having spoken to her, I don't think she thinks she is either. Self-ID is a very tricky concept we're all grappling with at the moment. Personally, I always think we should err on the side of science and reason while doing so with empathy and curiosity. I hope that whatever you think of Naya, trans issues and wolf identification, this episode brightened your day in some way. I hope it was something you didn't expect to hear this morning and something you tell your friends about later. Do let them know about On The Edge with Andrew Gold, a podcast where one week you will hear from David Baddiel, Amanda Knox or Richard Dawkins and the next it will be a man who had to eat his friends after a plane crash, a woman who remembers every second of her life back to the womb and a trans wolf girl. Keep on reviewing on Apple and Castbox and help support the podcast on patreon.com slash andrewgold where you'll get ad-free episodes and occasional bonus episodes. I've been Andrew Gold and you've been on the edge with a trans wolf girl. Have a lovely weekend. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.